0: This is Chris Wolf, and you are listening to the PNG Podcast. Podcast. Keep your limbs inside of the vehicle, and they will not be eaten. I'm kidding. We'll all be eaten one day.
1: It always comes back to food.
0: Mm-hmm. We could be eating and still be talking about food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have
1: you tried this but at the other place? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't like to watch any like food-related TV shows unless I'm already eating because <laughs> I know I'm going to hate myself. You know, just for watching it, I'm like, damn, I can't eat that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so starving. Have you seen um, Ugly Delicious? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what else other good shows? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get into the food get into food we'll just be talking about food
2: yeah no i've been watching bizarre foods ever since i was like 19 yeah it's like my favorite show
0: yeah there's, there's one episode where he was in the philippines and they do ice cream sandwiches yeah and the the buns yeah that's
2: well the one thing that i remember from that episode yeah <laughs> and
0: he hated it uh, but he like had a bad version of it because <laughs> usually uh. wait which bun uh okay so you know I, I don't eat it a lot. I mm. remember having it as a kid. You know when you do the Filipino ice cream sandwich? Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually ice cream but on pandesal. Yeah. So yeah. It's a sweet bread. Okay. Yeah. He had it on hamburger buns. Ew. Oh, yeah. who did that? <laughs> it was just in the street in the Philippines. Oh. So he hated it, but I'm sitting there thinking, You r- having the wrong version of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah d- two things about that. Okay, number one, um, One of my old managers, his name is Ryan. His dad used to own an ice cream store on Amar Mm -hmm. in uh, West Covina. So the first thing I said, oh, you guys do the Filipino, uh, you know, in the hamburger buns. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, what? No. (laughs) It's like, where'd you see that? I'm like, oh, it was on Bizarre Foods. I thought (laughs) it was just like a normal thing. Yeah, (laughs) no, it's not.
0: It's totally not.
2: And then I remember watching the Spanish episode where he was in Spain or Barcelona and he had horchata. And he's like, yeah, this is just not good. Like, <laughs> I hate Orchapa. And I'm just like, that's because it's not from Mexico.
3: Yeah. It's oh, like I remember bland. that episode. Yeah. He's like, oh, this is gross. And I'm like, jeez.
1: It's <laughs> hard to, like, tell if he's really, you know, like, his taste level is so different yeah. from, like, a normal person. You know, he's like, oh, my God, these eel testicles are amazing. <laughs> and you're just like, <laughs> eels have testicles? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you ever been to the Oinkster in Eagle Rock?
1: Oh God! You know what? Actually, it's I've been there, but it's been like at least ten years. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's one in
1: Hollywood now.
3: You tell me you're out there <laughs> more than I am. Yeah, I can't
0: remember <laughs> if that one's still open. I hope it is. But uh, so they'll do a uh, milkshake of the month. Okay. So of course uh, that's Filipino owned, so they do an ube milkshake, mm-hmm. and then one of their monthlies was an uh, orchata milkshake. Mm-hmm. So I went in there one time. It just happened to be like during the transition, so they had both shakes. And I went in there and I said, can you give me a layer of ube and a layer of horchata? <laughs> they would not do it. So <laughs> I was like, all right, give me one of each and an extra cup. And I remember looking at the guys like, if this ends up on the menu, you name it after me. <laughs> <laughs> that happens to
3: you a lot. Yeah. I I feel I've, like. <laughs> I've done that.
0: Where, uh, there used to be this place called Pee Wee's um, in Huntington Beach. It was like hamburgers and and... Hot dogs. I I I don't know the term for it, but I always just call it like garbage hot dogs because it's <laughs> the kind where they just put everything on it. So they had a bun me burger. So it was like you know a burger mm-hmm. patty, but just cut and made like a bun me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can I do this with uh, the spicy sausage? And I could see the guy kind of stop and think, oh. And I'm like, like once again, <laughs> if up on the menu, <laughs> name it after me. Berto Ponce Restaurant Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, and every dish that I want named after me, <laughs> I just call it the Fat burdo. <laughs>
1: That's awesome.
0: Well, why don't you
2: just open up a restaurant, and all the menu items are just called Fat burdo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll have the number one, and also the number one. <laughs> 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 it's all just number ones.
2: <laughs> no, uh, there's a food truck at um, in the backstage of Disneyland, like, um, California Adventure, and I told the guy the same thing. I told mm-hmm. him how I wanted my burrito, which was basically a California... Burrito, yeah. But instead of carnitas, it was fries, sour cream, guacamole, and pastrami. Ooh. And um, mm. he's like, "Okay, we'll put that up there." And I saw like the next day, it was like Remy burrito. I'm like, oh. "Hey, where's my cut?" <laughs> 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 at least they
0: named it after you. Yeah, yeah you have that at least. <laughs> yeah, I don't what know if it's
2: still there or not because like the ink was like fading, like after a couple <laughs> oh. of days. Oh.
3: So. It's like a special. Yeah. Wait, Berta, what was that one thing that um? Elaine's friend at the at her restaurant opening. Oh,
0: so w- one of the ideas I threw out there was a uh, a pupusa, but with Filipino meat inside it. Oh. And uh, our uh, co-host, she's not here today. She's uh, helping El Generico at his orphanage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, for her birthday, like she's friends with a lot of chefs. Mm. So for her birthday last year, um, she told uh, them about the Filipino pupusa and they made it for her birthday. Oh, wow. And what sucks is I couldn't be there. Oh. <laughs> oh. But I heard it was amazing. But it like was. It was really good.
3: <laughs> like, that's once in a lifetime. I hope she never makes it again. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: they like said it was, like, really hard to make, right? Like, it took a while.
3: That's what I was looking at. I'm like, yeah, it, there's going to be uh, some effort in it. But I'm wondering, like, what would be the time-consuming part? Yeah. I don't know how, to p- how a pupaloosa is made, but.
1: Yeah, that one's kind of. I don't know. It what? it always kind of puzzled me. Cause like I've seen them be made before. It's more like a Salvadorian mm-hmm. um, specialty. But um, one of my friends, their grandma would make them from scratch. Yeah. And it would take her like a few hours, you know. But I don't know if it's just because she was really slow, like <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> Everything from scratch.
1: Yeah, and I felt bad because they weren't really good. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> and he's like, dude. I'm going to warn you, like, my grandma's pupusas are not the best, but we just tell her they are. She's <laughs> 90. I'm like, okay, I'm going to eat it, you know? <laughs> so gotta let it slide at that point. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like, uh, I'm sure they were good at one point in her life, yeah. but maybe after, like, 85, she's just like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's, like, doing it intentionally. Yeah. She's like, Oh, well they
1: like it. She's like, l- look at all these liars in this room. <laughs> <It's> like, uh, <laughs> she's like, they like this version? Okay. It's <laughs> like Maybe if I make it worse next time, they'll <laughs> tell me the truth. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you used to work at Disneyland. Was there any food that was a favorite among workers or maybe just your own?
2: I mean, there w- I, I would tell them, like, you know, I feel like one of the or- orphans from Nacho Libre because I just wanted <laughs> a salad at one point. <laughs> Because we worked at the, the only thing that they sold there to, like in our area, I worked at Paradise Garden Grill, Mm -hmm. and you would go back and forth from that and Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta. So, you'd either have the choice of um, ordering the veggie plate, Mm -hmm. which came with um, pita bread, uh, it was a skewer of veggies, and then rice, and then you also had the the chicken option, but you never got like the beef option. Mm -hmm. That was just like... Out of the question. You couldn't. You couldn't get pastas. You couldn't get anything. You couldn't get salads. And you either had the veggie, the chicken, or you can get something from the truck. Or if you were really brave and you just wanted to like run, you would go to the caf, the cafeteria at the Grand Californian. Mm-hmm. But it, it would literally take you like a good forty-five minutes, and you only had uh, thirty-minute breaks. Uh. So,
1: yeah, that was tricky getting lunch. At Disney on a 30-minute lunch break. And yeah. you couldn't drive anywhere because they made you park in a parking lot where you literally had to shuttle. Yeah. So you're just like, uh. Yeah, <laughs> and
2: if there's a parade, you, couldn't, oh, you yeah. couldn't, it was frowned upon to walk across the park, mm-hmm. you know, because they made these backstage areas and, like, tunnels and stuff because they didn't want, like, you know, Walt Disney do not want, like, a cowboy from Frontierland walking around in Tomorrowland.
1: Yeah. Crossing universes. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: So do they really really have the underground tunnels to get everywhere in the park?
2: There's, like, one little tunnel, but it's it's nothing huge. It's, like, the size of this room, maybe. Like, yeah. it's just, like, going under the tram. Mm. But, I mean, they would have, like, underground, like, basements, but nothing, like, tunnels going under the park. No,
0: because you always hear that rumor. Like, I'm a yeah. uh, Disney fan. Yeah. So I'm curious about these things, like urban myths.
2: But it's just, you know, people going backstage and stuff that's how they sneak celebrities like
1: you know (laughs) what it is though they actually have like these outdoor corridors you Mm -hmm. know where they're kind of like covered so maybe that's you Uh, know where it got started yeah but yeah there'll be like places you can go through they're they're covered and um but it's not like really underground it's just to kind of get you from point a to point b without like every guest seeing you yeah so i guess that makes sense
0: yeah there's one time a few summers ago i was walking towards paradise pier and all these people started taking pictures in my direction, <laughs> and I was like, "There's got to be something going on." <laughs> and I looked to my left, and I'm like, oh, it's it's Kobe Bryant. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it was a, that thing like uh, he had you know security staff with him, and he just in a second was disappeared from sight. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sure there know. was one guy looking at you. <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> just one <laughs> there's just one guy taking pictures of me
1: <laughs> and he's just like why is everyone oh okay cool you
2: know <laughs> well one time in our area um one of our cast members kicked out Johnny Depp from me in the back like, what <laughs> and they didn't know that it was it was him or anything and they're like why would you kick him out it's like oh that's that's Johnny Depp he's like oh i don't know who that is and everyone's like how do you not know who that is like and he was trying to hide from the fans and the same thing With Justin Bieber. But the thing about Justin Bieber was really funny is this. I don't even know if that phase is done yet, but this is a dickhead phase. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, he came in the back, and they were trying to hide him from all these people. They were trying to take pictures with him, and he kind of looked at our direction, and he looked like he wanted to fight us, and his bodyguard was, like, holding (laughs) him back.
1: Did he flip his hair at you? (laughs) This is, like. Or was this post. uh, this, This is,
2: like, gym teacher haircut
1: oh
2: you know very (laughs) short
1: (laughs) all of my gym teachers had mullets (laughs) (laughs) i don't know well going back to like the whole kobe bryant thing we work at coachella Mm -hmm. like every year we work in the record store and um one of the guys that we work with saw ron artest or meta world peace he saw him outside and he's like oh dude can i take a picture with you And he's like, uh, really quick, man. You know, I don't want anyone to notice me. And he was like hanging out by the ATM. So he takes a photo with him and he comes back and he's all excited. And he tells us, I'm like, oh, my God, that's him right there. (laughs) And so we're all excited, just staring at him. And then um, the next, was it the next day or the next week? I think it was was the the next next day. day. (laughs) Again, he's by the ATM. I saw him like four times by the (laughs) ATM. And he was always surrounded by like a different woman. Hmm. And I'm like, this is weird. (laughs) If anyone wants to see a uh, meta world piece, just go hang out by the ATM.
2: <laughs> the ATM, you, you can't miss him. He's freaking tall. Yeah,
1: he's like nine feet tall. <laughs> you're just like, whoa. I
0: think it was during college. I went. To, I was at Magic Mountain with a bunch of my friends, mm-hmm. and we saw m- uh, at Magic Mountain we saw Magic Johnson. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, you know, it's the same thing. Like he's just with his family, got a little bit of security staff, and surrounded by fam- like just mobbed. And two of my friends were like, oh, let's try and get a picture. But I'm like, he's with his family. I'm just going to hang back. and that's so Right move. <laughs> him, yeah. So they went up to him. One of them asked for a picture. And he's like, no, nah, not right now, dog. And <laughs> since that day, one of my friends has a grudge against Magic Johnson. <laughs> <like, laughs> with his family. <laughs> right. <laughs> Your friend's a dumbass. It's <laughs> funny. Like, I always <laughs> explain that part to him. Like, oh, you always forget he was with his kids. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, dozens of people surrounding him.
1: It's probably like, oh, God, I can't even walk anywhere.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the greatest like, instance, like, when I worked there, th- this is I, don't, I don't know, the every time people are asking, like, oh, you work at Disneyland, did you see anybody, like, famous? Mm. And the best, like, interaction I've ever had was, I had to close the doors, and we had to lock because we were closing, and I saw this big group, and I'm just like, oh, shit, I gotta close it. I'm like, I gotta lock it right now, or else we're gonna have, like, 15 people in here as a big mob, and I'm like, that guy looks like Matt Groening. Huh. And, I'm so <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not sure. Like, I think this is like my, my glasses were broken at the time. Like, <laughs> that looks a lot like Matt Groening. I'm like, am I going to close it? Like, I just let him in. And this mob of people came in. All my coworkers were pissed. Yeah. They're just so mad. And I'm just like, you know, going around, I'm just like keeping an eye on them. And, you know, I I was a food, quote unquote, food service worker, which was my job was like, the chef makes the food. They hand me the food, and I say, "Here you go." And you know, where's my check? Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> you know, so I was kind of hanging out by the cashier, which is like not my station at all. I'm not even supposed to be in that area. Like my station's like like a couple hundred feet away. It feels like, and um, I'm just like, "Oh, was everything okay?" Blah, blah blah. He's like, "Yeah, okay." And he had like an entire family. Like I think his wife is from Chile, and he had like a huge family he's li- like the only white person in the whole group <laughs> so i'm just like uh everything okay you know everything's fine He was like oh yeah everything's fine now i'm like um sir um is your name matt <laughs> <laughs> and he extended his hand and got to shake his hand and uh you know i'm like oh that's so cool you're not supposed to do that at all you're supposed to treat ev- every guest the same you know just like with respect and you're not supposed to like treat one more than the other so i go back and um and my coworkers are like, "Why'd you let all those people in?" And I'm like, oh, "That's Matt Groening." I'm like, "Who's Matt Groening?" I'm like, "He created the Simpsons." They're like, "So?" And I'm like, <laughs> "So offended." <laughs> I'm like, "So." This what? I'm like, this "So." Ugh. That's was not very
0: Disney, the right? Nerve.
2: I was so mad, and one of my other coworkers said, "Doesn't he have cancer?" And which was not true, because his other part, ex- oh, Sam Simon, right? Yeah, Sam Simon had cancer at the time, and I'm like. Yes, so you're going to turn away this guy that has cancer? Seriously? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well good thing
1: you didn't work at Universal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. That would have been embarrassing.
2: Right? <laughs> it's like, he created this section of the park. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you work in crusty land. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: welcome to the food and amusement park hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is actually <laughs> the Pencil Nick Geeks podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Bernal Ponce. Uh, you
3: do the intro 20 minutes <laughs> in. Yeah. <laughs>
1: nice.
0: Um,
2: it's like a good episode of Good Omens.
0: I <laughs> haven't seen it yet.
2: Oh, okay. Oh. There's this one episode where they like they go on for like 20 minutes, and then it's like the opening credits are like, oh. <laughs> 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 Surprise. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I'm sitting here with uh, Remy Casillas and Tony Estrella. I said that like a white person. (laughs) (laughs) I am Filipino. (laughs) I should know better because our words are pronounced the same. Um, But yeah, you're with Grudge Match brand or the Grudge Match brand?
1: Just Grudge Match brand. Yeah.
0: Yeah, And I wanted to get you guys in here because we've crossed paths at um, several wrestling shows. Mm. Obviously, this is a wrestling podcast and you're wrestling fans. I actually remember the first time I met Remy, I felt mm. so bad oh cuz we'd had uh, interaction like through social media. Yeah. And it was at a bar wrestling show and Remy comes up comes up to me <laughs> and he's like looking for me cuz you know, trying to I maybe put a face to the name yeah. or whatever and it's l- it was loud in there so I couldn't hear and I'd never seen you before. So I'm like, uh, I don't know who you're looking <laughs> for.
2: I went up to you, I'm like, you're Brian, right? Oh, that's <laughs> what it was. <laughs> 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 Here's the thing. his, his <laughs> ins- Your Instagram name is Brainiac. Yeah. Okay? But I switched the I and the A. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, his name's Brian.
0: That's his name, Brian. His name's Brian. <laughs> yeah. And what happened, I was uh, with uh, Amy from Dark Light Clothing. Yeah. So she knew who you were. So I told her kind of what happened or what I could hear of it. And she's like, oh, that's Remy. And I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 so I made sure to find you later in the night. I was like, oh, I, I couldn't hear you. And apparently you were just calling me by the wrong name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, because I'm like, you're Brian, right? And you're like, no. Are you looking for somebody named Brian? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but yeah, because I, I went up to you because Tanya and I, we went to, um, we went to a, a, a taping of Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. And we saw you guys with the shirts. You know, like oh, that's so cool, Baloo Club. Like yeah. oh, we should do something like that, like Burrito Club. We're Mexican. <laughs> 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 oh, I'd buy that in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> but we're like oh, that's so cool. Like I'd probably like a shirt. I never tried Baloo before, but you know I'd wear it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or what's the other one? Buche. What is it? Buche. Buche. Oh Club? Buche Club. Do oh that. God.
1: No. I'd burn that shirt. <laughs> 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 I, mean,
0: I would totally wear a Burrito Club shirt.
2: Oh yeah. Cause like we see other ones out there like you know bullet club knockoffs like bite club or you know just
1: there's like some like I can't think of one right now but I've seen a few that don't make any sense and I'm just like yeah. what is that like they
0: just want to like use the club thing yeah and the design <laughs> and and the skull yeah
2: you know I w- I mean I'm wearing a bullet club shirt right now but that's just because I it's a clean shirt and I just <laughs> got it for ten bucks and it's like literally <laughs> the only bullet club shirt that I didn't have in my collection. The original, yeah. So, I, I so I had the OG one on right now, but everything else I've had before was like Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, like every
1: um, other variation of the Bullet Club logo, <laughs>
2: yeah. But the Bullet Club, yeah. You know. I was <laughs> going,
0: oh, no, no, it's funny you say that because I'm now realizing I have like the cleaner one and the American Nightmare one, um, I have another one, but I don't have the original Bullet Club shirt. <laughs> <sure. laughs>
2: know i remember the day um they just went on sale at hot topic because you know it was right when i started getting back into wrestling um tawny worked upstairs at a uh like an accounting place or something and you know i was looking for a job at the time i worked for i was bouncing back and forth from jobs and everything but i I had like all this time to like watch wrestling because she sparked my interest she took me to go see Mick Foley, which was like my childhood hero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's like, ah, oh, what do you have all this time? You like uh, I was playing a lot of Pokemon Go Go at the time, so you're like <laughs> you're like, You're out there catching Pokemon, why don't you go catch a job? <laughs> <laughs> it worked. <laughs> yeah. But um but yeah, I remember like, you know, I was hanging out, you know, it was across the street from the Brea Mall and um I'm just like, oh, they're on sale right now. Oh, this is so cool. Babe, we got to go. You're like, what are you even talking about? Who's Kenny Omega? And then, like, you know, a couple of months later, you know, you're shouting in an Arena, Kenny! (laughs) Yeah, no,
1: I just, he got me into, because I hadn't really been into, like, New Japan stuff. You know, I knew about it, and I just didn't dive deep into it. And since he started watching it, I started getting into it, and I'm like, damn, this is cool, like, this is way different from what I'm used to. You know, growing up, I grew up with, like, the OG, like, WWF stuff, you yeah. know. Glow. And Glow, yeah. I watched Glow, and it was so different watching the Japanese wrestlers and then the guys that were, like, from other countries but wrestling in Japan, and they yeah. were just huge over there. Yeah. And to me, like, getting into it, I felt like, you know, when you find something brand new, and it's new to you, but it's old to everyone else, and you're just so excited about it, you're like, oh, uh, you know. <laughs> And then I wanted to tell everybody I knew about it. And they were just like, what are you talking about? (laughs) You know? (laughs) But for me, yeah, Kenny, like, right away, I was just like, I love Kenny Omega. He's a giant nerd. He is amazing in the ring. He's, like, great on the mic. Like, he's just the all-around awesome package, you know? So, yeah, I was, like, one of the girls screaming, Kenny. Well, actually, no. (laughs) It was all guys screaming, Kenny. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And their girl voices. (laughs) And I was, like, the only actual girl screaming, Kenny! <laughs> uh,
0: I can't lie, I've done it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like you have to, you know? Yeah. It's right. like a rite of
1: passage and then once you hit that rite of passage you're like, Well shit, I'm just gonna keep doing it <laughs> No,
2: because you you watch like a match or whatever with Kenny and you like your first match ever and you're just like here Kenny and You're like, What was that? <laughs> Are they saying Kenny? Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> They're saying Kenny babe, check this out, dude. Okay, let me rewind it. Kenny! Oh my god, that's so hilarious. <laughs>
0: It's like when you're watching New Japan, like when the shows are in Japan, mm-hmm. you're so used to hearing it. And I remember I went to uh, one of the shows they did in Long Beach two years ago, and it didn't exist there, like the the Kennys, until the guy started doing it. Yeah. But <laughs> up until that point, it felt so, uh, like, incomplete.
1: Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, something is missing here. Yeah. It was
2: just crazy watching the two different, like, shows where it's, like, the first show and... The U.S., they treated it like an indie show where it was just loud. Yeah. You know, and, you know, unlike Japanese shows where it's like it just progressively gets loud. Yeah. But it's uh, it's great, like, that, you know, their brand got bigger, you know, in the U.S. and everything. And, you know, this, I'm just, we're just really excited. We got really good seats for (laughs) J-Cup. I was going to ask if
0: you guys are going. Yeah. Definitely. Super
1: excited for that. We kind of, like, figured out where to sit now. Yeah. Because last time we went all out and got the floor seats, and we're like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Which it was really cool. Yeah. But we were, like, at the same level as everyone else. Mm. So if you're sitting behind somebody that's tall. Oh. And, like, I wanted to get up on my feet, and I felt bad. You know, the people behind me, they can't see, and you can't see the monitors, you know, or the big screens or whatever. So I was just like, um, yeah, next time let's go in the rafters. <laughs> I'm
0: excited for that. Um, I know they just announced that Jushin Liger is going to be definitely on the last show at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Have they announced anybody else for it yet?
2: I think they're waiting for after G1 climax. Well, yeah, you because know, I think that's over on August twelfth. Yeah, I think so. And um, yeah, Jushin's going to be there every every night mm-hmm. for the three shows. So I think his last U.S. show is going to be the Long Beach show. Cool. But I don't know if he's doing any indie stuff because I know he does like. Independent stuff. Also, he did last March, like some random Lucha Libre show. He was there, Hmm. and yeah, we didn't get to go. We didn't even know um, until like the day of. Yeah,
3: but
0: it's so like weird to me, but in a good way. When you know Japanese legends like that will pop up at indie shows here. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I think Great Muda was at PCW.
2: Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, it was January two thousand. 18, because mm-hmm. I remember for Christmas, Ta- like, <laughs> I knew Tawny was going to give me something wrestling-related, so yeah. I didn't buy any tickets for anything. And at this point, we hadn't gone to any uh, indie shows at all. We just went to, like, one WWE show. Um, it was Monday Night Raw, and I I hadn't been to a, a Raw in, like, 19 years at that point. Because yeah. I went in 98. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was kinda waiting like to see like oh she's she's definitely gonna get me PCW tickets <laughs> for Christmas and she got me bar wrestling <laughs> and Billy Gunn was gonna be there. And I'm just like oh thanks <laughs> But it ended up being like the greatest show I've been to in the longest time, you know like
1: God, we can't say enough cool things about bar wrestling yeah,
2: seriously. Like we go all in for bar wrestling.
0: Yeah we talk ab- about bar a lot on the show. Obviously we go a lot. Um surprised you haven't met Justin yet.
3: Yeah, um, I <laughs> just <laughs> conveniently miss people when I don't go. Yeah. Just like
0: <laughs> 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 but, like, if you've never been, like, like Bar runs shows in Baldwin Park, uh, at the Bootleg in LA, and 720 also in LA. And they're just, like, super fun shows. Um, yeah and like
3: and the American Legion. Like yeah, the yeah. Baldwin Park.
0: Baldwin Park, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's
3: what. That was your first indie that show? That was my yeah. first indie promotion ever and yeah. it got me like watching wrestling oh like that's awesome all over <laughs> again yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's,
2: that's happening to a lot of us where we used to be into wrestling but now wrestling's so hot right now that we're starting to get all back into wrestling yeah. and i think a l- couple of people are kind of like oh no i've been watching it ever since i was a kid still you know I, I i used to watch you know back in the day and you know i never stopped you know I watched Royal Rumble 2004 for no reason. <laughs> 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 but, you know, like, I'll openly admit, like, you know, she, you know, Tawny helped me get back into it. by, you know, because I, w- I was a Mick Foley Mankind fan yeah. when I was a kid. I was Mankind for Halloween. Um, like, I every show that I would go to, house shows... Um, raw or whatever to have a Socko on me. Yes. You know, I think <laughs> when I was at a house show one time here at the Arrowhead Ponda, threw Mr. Socko at The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that was cool.
1: He probably still remembers that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, <laughs> probably,
2: I'm probably going to meet him one day and be like, you know, I'm sorry. He's
1: like, that was you? <laughs> I've been looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> he just rock bottoms you. <laughs> 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 but,
2: no, I mean, I think that's happened. Like, wrestling now is, like, the best time to get into it. You yeah. know, like, it's just booming, you know. The internet helps. Y- the internet, YouTube, all these subscription um, websites. Like social
1: media in general, you know. Yeah. If you don't want to, like, invest in, like, a full show, you can see clips here and there, you yeah. know. You can get, like, highlights and whatever. Yeah, and
2: like, who's Orange Cassidy? Who's <laughs> Joy Ryan? <laughs>
3: Love Orange Cassidy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we were so bummed out that we... We didn't know that he was going to be that the last bar wrestling. We got so bummed. Now we're like really excited for this
1: one coming up. Yeah, it's going to be good.
0: Yeah, he's in a tag. He's tagging with Joey against Brian Cage and (laughs) Scott Steiner. (laughs) Jesus.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Scott Steiner did the dick spot at another um, promotion. Did he? He
1: did it? Yeah. That was like a month ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was was pretty recent.
0: Mm hmm. It's like, I don't. I'm not saying this is like, I. You know, I go to bar shows. But for this one, I'm like, I kind of just want to be there for that match. (laughs) I just want to see Orange Cassidy in the ring with Scott Steiner.
2: (laughs) I don't know. Was that all in? Dalton Castle said, like, there's a lot of meat in that box or something? (laughs) 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 Like, I wonder how Brian Cage kind of feels being with Scott Steiner as his tag partner. Like. They're you know, like, oh, they stuck me with him because he's big too. You yeah. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> or is he, he's like,
3: is that my future? Or is that? Because
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Scott Steiner, everywhere he goes, in his trunk he has the chainmail. Oh yeah, yeah. Hat. You know, so
1: that's awesome. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they also have a uh, Tommy Dreamer
0: versus Tyler
3: Bateman there too. Oh, this gonna be good.
0: Yeah. That's fine, I went to a, uh, a Renaissance fair. It's a smaller one they were selling the chainmail things. Oh, my God. <laughs> I kind of want to try one <laughs> yeah. on, but no one here would get the reference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's, like, one person that <laughs> would.
1: You know, that's a fun thing about, like, wrestling fans. Yeah. You know, when you think somebody's not going to get it, there's always going to be, like, a group of people, but it has to be wrestling fans. Yeah. They're so hardcore, you know? Yeah. You can get, like, the deepest cut of something, and they're just like, oh, that's this, this, and that. And you're <laughs> just like, how did you know that, you know? Yeah like for us you know well for me as a kid growing up i watched a lot of wwf Mm -hmm. i watched glow and i loved like the campiness of it but i didn't realize it was campy yeah i just liked it yeah i didn't know the difference between the two so i'm like why isn't you know like miss elizabeth you know she never like fought any of the other girls but to me like i was gravitated toward the women so i'm like that would be so cool if like miss elizabeth were to go against like hollywood like (laughs) Attack of the Hairspray Women, you know, yeah. like the big hair.
0: Have so you seen uh, Women of Wrestling,
1: or Wow? Oh yeah,
0: they're on Access TV, and we just talked about this on his podcast. It's kind of like, well, we called it the successor to Glow. It's yeah. the straight up successor <laughs> to Glow. It's
3: the same promoter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it uh.
1: McLean, yeah, McLean, that's right. We saw him at New
2: Japan too. Like he he was sitting in front of us.
1: He had the girls at Comic Con, uh, Kamikaze. Yeah.
3: Oh, and and Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah, we got we met uh, him and uh, Tessa Blanchard. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, like he had like he it looked like a glow show. (laughs) You know the way he was introducing everybody, the way he talked, and then his voice hasn't changed at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like having flashbacks. I'm like, oh, this is weird.
2: Yeah, they had a whole panel at um at LA Comic-Con, and, you know, she was kind of freaking out, but, like, at the same time, like, David McClane's like, oh, no, Havoc is out here, attacking. <laughs> oh, That's how he does commentary, Let's too.
3: <laughs> Let's go to the ring. Ber- Berto and I were, like, sitting right behind him during the taping, so <laughs> <laughs> we <were laughs> He sounds just like that, still. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, yeah, it's, like, a great show, because it's that campiness of glow, and mm-hmm. those... Uh, the style of characters, where <laughs> we said everyone has a profession. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> You know. <laughs> really busy yeah. really busy she's <laughs> a <laughs> teacher yeah <laughs> no they have a teacher yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's called the disciplinarian <laughs> <laughs> but now you have the likes of uh, Tessa Blanchard mm-hmm. um, Kira Hogan Diamante like Jessica havoc like so it's it's so great because it's like it's a family friendly product right but you know because if you're like a a wrestling fan especially a fan of the indies Mm -hmm. like you're the ring work is so good now and it really is yeah it's a little different than glow in that aspect
1: yeah (laughs) you know i mean i give the girls props because they did train hard yeah they did their best and from what i've gathered like just from talking to the girls is that some of them knew what they were doing? Other ones had to be trained. Yeah. You know, like they didn't come from a background with wrestling. Yeah, and you have someone like Tessa Blanchard coming in, yeah. who's like a full-on world-class wrestler. Comes from like wrestling legacy. You mm-hmm. know, it's just like, man, that's killer. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, she's
3: coaching too. That's the crazy part.
2: That's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: yeah. Hollywood's coaching too, right?
1: Hollywood, I think I know she does like stunt work. And I don't think she's she's well, coaching for them. Well, who's
2: the one that like there's Bambi, there's Tessa, then there's another girl that's from OG Glow that's helping with WoW.
3: Mm.
1: Um, oh, don't know. <laughs> I mean, I know. Jungle
3: Girl's still in
0: the show. Oh, like 80s. Gl- I don't know. 80s yeah, glow, 80s yeah. Glow. I don't know. Oh, you know, I think I know who you're talking about and I can't remember her
2: name. What? Well, who was Godiva's um, partner? Was it Hollywood?
1: No. Hollywood was with mine. Oh,
2: okay. (laughs) No, well, it was... I think it's Hollywood. The one that goes to all the conventions. That's Hollywood, yeah. Yeah, she trains with the wild girls.
1: Oh, you know what? You're right. Because, like, I'm trying to remember... When I'm talking to the girls, I'm just, like, (laughs) starry-eyed. And I'm like, you're talking to me. And I watched you when I was little. And they're just, you know, they're cool people. They're down to earth. They're just happy to have their fans remember them. And, like, they'll tell us things. And I'm just like... You know, I just stare at them like amazed, like, oh, my God, that's Hollywood. Oh, my God, that's Matilda the Hun. And she wants to hug me like, (laughs) wow.
2: Yeah, we got was it Um, we saw her and she put us both in a knocker locker. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I had my
1: my head in Matilda's boobs for like collectively a good like five minutes (laughs) (laughs) off and on. (laughs)
0: Was this at a convention?
1: Yeah, Yeah. it was at the L.A. Comic Con. Oh Yeah, they're there every year.
3: Yeah, they had a ring or something set up kind of last year. Well, that day, was didn't for they? WoW. That was for WoW. Uh, yeah, yeah, they had, yeah. They had a WoW ring and
1: yeah. then Glow had like a panel. Mm, so they okay. do a Glow panel pretty much every year, right? Yeah. And they have like meet and greets. You can go to their table and talk to the girls, take the the photos. The and old school girls. Yeah. Is
0: Godiva like. there ever?
2: No.
1: No, we Ooh. haven't seen Godiva. Godiva's
2: not there. It's usually Lightning, Hollywood, Royal Hawaiian, MTV. MTV. Um,
1: Matilda was there for one year, mm-hmm. but she's yeah. been like in and out of the hospital, so it's oh. hard. Yeah, but
0: I had a huge crush on Godiva when I was a kid. It had nothing to do with the fact that she was in Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I had but everything. that helped. It <laughs> <had everything laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> yeah, that was a weird thing. Like th- there was uh, an ep- or an episode, an issue of Playboy where it was the Glow Girls. Oh. W- way before the WWE ever started doing <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: yeah like glow girls were like, I, like I said, you know, I was so young, I didn't really understand like the sexual aspects or mm-hmm. like the campiness or anything like that. So I would write stories about them, you know, and even if I didn't know their names, like I wouldn't pick it up and I would just make something up. yeah. And so I'd have like dream matches between like the girls from Glow and then like different people, not even just the girls, but like different people from like WWF. yeah. So it'd be like Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth versus like hollywood and vine (laughs) and it just makes absolutely zero sense now yeah but you know as a kid you're just like you don't make you don't know the difference between the two and you're just having fun with it and i feel like now as an adult going to wrestling shows and kind of understanding things and kayfabe or whatever you know and like seeing people do ridiculous matches or what like traditionalists would call ridiculous it just makes my heart so happy i'm like this makes no sense like these guys are way bigger than these guys, but it's so fun to watch, yeah. you know?
3: Yeah. Uh, speaking of crossing over the two promotions, I feel like Lacey Evans would be a better fit in WoW yeah. than I she is so. in, <laughs> in WWE. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. she could definitely use Tessa's coaching. But <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like Lacey Evans is kind of like out of you know she's kind of different than the rest of them you know i mean alexa bliss kind of puts out her sexuality a lot but not too much because she's a really good in-ring wrestler you know and Lacey's she's like i saw her on the may young classic and she was pretty good and same thing when we went to royal rumble she was pretty good because they were you know they're hyping her up and i'm like oh she's actually pretty good in the ring but you know they're you know obviously with the whole you know wide angle you know shot of her ass and stuff you know they're, they're <laughs> that was weird yeah yeah uh, i mean i feel like they don't i feel like wwe is really trying to figure out their pacing of this this point because they know a lot doesn't sell and a lot does so they're trying to go back and forth it's like oh, well, this shit and the Attitude Era worked, but that was a different time, Yeah, Yeah. you know?
1: And not only that, like, I don't want to discredit Lacey Evans because obviously she got where she is talent-wise, you know? But, you know, she looks like a Barbie doll. So I'm sure, like, a lot of people kind of hold that against her. But at the same time, it's helping her, you know what I mean? So I feel like there can be other people in the place where she is now that can actually be worked with in a different, more like productive way. Yeah, you know. But I don't know. I guess it's just you know she's blonde and she's got an attitude, and here <laughs> she comes in her cute little costume <laughs> and just like, oh, uh, this isn't the greatest. <laughs> yeah, and I think
0: part of, you know the there's the idea that Vince just loves blondes. Yeah, you it's know Alexa and Lacey.
1: That and
3: <laughs> was totally confirmed. Oh, Mandy Rose, you know the yeah, one. Mandy. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a weird thing to come off of like WrestleMania having Becky against Charlotte and Rhonda and suddenly she's feuding with Lacey for what it was like three months. Yeah. And yeah, it was
2: like the same match.
0: Yeah, and she kinda came out of out of nowhere and suddenly she's um, you know, wrestling for the title. I'm <laughs> like, who are you? Well you I know like who you are. What? Yeah, you're yeah. not like
1: emotionally invested in loving her or hating her. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, okay, I know I don't like this person because She just came out of nowhere. She's talking trash, like, who are you? I
3: I forgot. For like months, she did that thing where she would just walk out, do nothing, and then leave. Exactly, and that was really annoying too. Because
1: we're just like, are you gonna do something? And the music's really annoying. Yeah, because
2: it's like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The thing with that, like (laughs) the way
0: she would just, you know, walk out and walk back. If I was watching, like, you know, the show on DVR. I knew that I had something to just forward through and I wouldn't miss anything. Yeah. (laughs) It was such a waste of time.
1: But see, I think if it was somebody that we knew their abilities and we knew they're just like badass. Mm -hmm. if Ronda Rousey, like I know a lot of people gave Ronda Rousey grief. Like she didn't work hard enough. She didn't do, but she's, you know, the product speaks for itself. You know, she's really good in the ring and whether you love her or hate her, like she puts it out there and she, she does what she does. But if I saw Ronda Rousey coming out and doing what Lacey Evans did, I'd be like, oh, this is building up to something good because we already know she can kick ass. Yeah. You know, she was a, you know, mixed martial artist. Yeah. Like
2: gnarly streak. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think with her, if she were to do something like that, you're already anticipating like, oh, man, what's going to happen? But when Lacey Evans comes out and you're just like, what What, the, what was the point of that? You know, yeah. <laughs>
0: I found that an interesting, uh, well, it's an interesting comparison because, you know, Rhonda got a lot of crap for, like you said, like not paying her dues, quote-unquote. But she picked it up fast. Yeah. Like, she got really good really quickly. But if you listen to, you know, people from the Attitude Era and the way they talk about Kurt Angle, Mm -hmm. because he came out of nowhere, he picked it up quickly and is an all-time legend. Yeah. So I (laughs) wonder if, like, her know, first year will be looked at in that kind of same frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she only did it a year. Yeah, That's ah. pretty crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah. and like she d- had solid matches right from the start.
2: It's yeah. all just it's all, s- I think it just has to do with like creative and booking. Yeah. Just like I could see her going against Ember Moon and that would be a good feud. Yeah. You know, I mean, even with Becky versus Natalia, th- I mean, that makes more sense as a you know, as a main event with Becky because, you know, Natalia's obviously paid her dues. She's a great in-ring worker. You know. Yeah. But women's wrestling, it's amazing. Yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, I've said it before. I'm a huge fan of women's wrestling.
2: I always feel weird kind of watching it. Like, I'll have it on at work sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, just if it's a slow day and people think I'm weird that I'm watching women's wrestling. They think it's like a fetish.
0: Yeah, like I went to uh, a show a few months ago, brought a coworker who had never seen, like, live wrestling, mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: and his, like, his brain was stuck in the Attitude Era. Yeah. he he's <laughs> like, oh, the women are nice to look at. I'm like, no, but they can go. They can yeah. fucking wrestle. Like, pay attention to that part of it. I was think it a bar show? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think, that like, that's the tide that's kind of starting to shift right now, mm-hmm. is that, A lot of times people and not just men, you know, like women, too. Like, I think people in general are so quick to kind of sexualize a Mm -hmm. woman when they come out. I mean, yeah, a big buff guy comes out and you get like guys, ooh, you know, but for with with a woman, it's just like as soon as she comes out, you're looking at her face. You're looking at her body like they're being criticized, criticized in a different way than a man is, you know. And like I said, it's not just the men doing it. It's the women, too, because that's kind of what we're accustomed to. Yeah. And I feel like women are kind of just stepping it up and maybe just the exposure that they're getting now is a little bit different. Whereas, you know, I would never really call WWE, like, the beacon, you know, like, the one to look at because they've done so many, like, weird, shitty things in the past. Yeah. But I think their exposure of, like, their actual, like, kick-ass wrestlers, like, Becky, come on, she's badass. And she's, like, main eventing, you know? Yeah. And um, like so I think people are starting to look at women more as like where their talent is rather than just like sexualizing them. But it's still kind of slowly like there's still those people that have that mentality. And I feel like especially out of California where we're a little more liberal and a little more like like I don't know. I feel like feminism is a little bit stronger out here where it's not really you know you're not looking at a woman and just being like oh she's just hot and that's it. Like, damn, she's a damn good wrestler, you know? Yeah. And I feel like once that attitude just kind of spreads, you know, throughout the wrestling community, then we'll start to see more of, like, a change in people's attitudes towards, like, women wrestlers, yeah. you oh. know? Especially with, like, what were we talking about the other day? Um, Intergender wrestling, yeah. where people are just like, well, that's just, like, glorified domestic violence. It's like, well, first of all, these people probably don't live together. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> And um, it's it's a consensual fight, you know. Yep. It's not like, you know, you're gonna see a guy just come up to a a female and just pound on her, and she has no idea what's going on. Like, what's happened? No, this is like a booked consensual match, where they n- they feel safe enough to want to get booked with this person. Yeah, you it's know? like
3: black. It's like watching Black Widow
0: fight a guy in a Marvel movie. Exactly, yeah. that's, that's all it is.
1: And usually, my money's on Black Widow. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, Joey Ryan uh, was talking about this recently, and I loved hearing him talk about it because mm-hmm. you have to uh, approach intergender wrestling differently. Mm-hmm. You can't just like say like the Tessa Brian Cage match. Right. You can't just have Brian Cage come out and you're just like punching Tessa in the face. Yeah. <laughs> but you know that opens it up creatively mm-hmm. and like what you can do and still like be, you know, somewhat realistic, and j- and just have a good match that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it kind of like pushes people to their, like you said, like it opens things up creatively yeah. and it gives people ideas of like what will work, what won't work, Yeah, you know, and then like pushing the boundaries and always kind of testing to see like what can we do where this is actually going to be a good match and not just trash, Yeah, you know, and it's going to look awesome, but it's just not like a guy beating up on some girl, yeah. you know. <laughs>
3: That Priscilla Kelly Joey Ryan fe- feud. That was fun <laughs> to watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. When we saw her barf in his trunks, we were just like, oh, <laughs> dude. Like, honestly, I don't, it doesn't bother me the whole like, <laughs> like throwing up or like pulling the tampon out uh-huh. or whatever. Like, I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> but again, I grew up with like glow. I love like campy shit. I love drag queens. I love like fart jokes, you yeah. know? Like, to me it it doesn't gross me out because number one i'm not thinking like that's actually a tampon she's pulling out yeah. you know and if she is and they agree to that that's between them and like i would never do it you know like <laughs> that's that's pretty nasty but i don't think i would um feel so bad as to go onto twitter and be like oh that's disgusting <laughs> i hate her and She's a horrible wrestler, and no, you know, it's just... She's a great wrestler. She's a great wrestler. She's a lot of fun to watch, and now people are talking about her. Yeah. You know, so she's marketing herself. Every wrestler is a product. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't treat them that way, but, you know, the reality (laughs) is they're a product. They've started their own business by going out into the ring. They have to learn how to market themselves, so they're getting booked. They have to learn how to keep up their own... um, how to kind of draw the line between their private life and their in-ring life you know like do you want to keep kayfabe outside of you know yeah or do you want to just be yourself on your own time on your social media and this and that you know yeah but yeah <laughs> i know she got a lot of shit for like <laughs> throwing up and spitting <laughs> and doing all that <laughs> gross stuff it was funny, too, because
0: I'd seen the clip where she originally did the vomit thing with Joey. Yeah. <laughs> and then she said she wasn't going to do it again, like, as a one-time thing. I and mean she didn't want to be known as that. Yeah. And then she did it again. <laughs> She's the barf queen.
1: Yeah. T-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Put it on a T-shirt. <laughs> it's <is> good shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only thing that actually grossed me out was the um, Doomfly match. Oh, yeah. Where Eli, like, pooped himself, I guess.
2: I didn't see that one. Yeah, Wait, what? Like two months ago.
1: No, was it? I, I think it was, yeah, what? No, no, no. It was the two-year anniversary. Oh,
0: I missed that show.
1: Yeah, it was a two-year anniversary, and, like, I don't know what he had, but he, like, pulled it out, and then he was going to hit. Some Jervis. Yeah, he was going to hit Jervis with his shit that he had on his hand. Yeah. But Jervis moved, and then he. Ended up shoving it in Delilah's mouth, and I was just like, Ugh!
2: "Well, they've done that before because yeah. they do the uh, the Lucha show with Santino's, and it's like a whole package deal, yeah, where like you rent the entire act, and he had like a, a condom in his hand, and he shoved it in um, Delilah's mouth, but they were both ma- both masked, so they're like <laughs> two different oh. characters. Yeah. <laughs> this is at La Bouya, like two oh years. Oh yeah, ago. that's right. But um, but yeah, he did that. But like the thing is, it, like he was like rubbing his junk or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. He was doing it for like a a while, <laughs> and like we we're kind of just like, uh, what's he doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like what's going on? And then he did that, and it was just you know, like we we love Doomfly. Oh yeah, but that whole thing was just kind of mismatched because I think, uh, Brian Cage had to step down, and they put Jervis instead, so that whole match was kind of out of whack. Hmm. You know. So yeah, it
1: was kind of like awkward. I I don't know. I I have kind of a biased opinion about it because the whole time that Jervis was out there, this guy was like standing next to me and yelling the whole time, like "You fucking suck! Kill yourself!" And I'm like, "Dude, uh, I'm like, goddamn!" You know, like pissed. I was so mad. And then like <laughs> Jervis did like a um, he was on a panel like a, what like last not year. even a, yeah like last year where he was talking about how he's had like depression issues yeah. and like uh. you know he had like a suicide attempt and then like hearing this guy say that i was like why don't you follow your own fucking advice like i just got so mad and yeah. i'm like i felt ugly for saying that you yeah. know i'm just like we're all wrestling fans here like let's just enjoy this show so i was already like annoyed and then when the whole poop thing happened i was like oh you know yeah because i love doomfly and honestly like they're so fun to watch in the ring and just like even their I mean, I know they're a couple, but like seeing their chemistry outside of the ring too, like they're just like, you know, you know, they're together, but they look like best friends, you know, and they're really cool people. Like we've talked to them before. Like we're not like BFFs, you know, but we've talked to them and they're like always really nice. They're always like down to like talk to their fans and stuff, but just that match, I was kind of like, (laughs) oh, you know, I felt like it kind of took away from them. That would be like my only criticism, I guess, if. You want to even call it that, mm-hmm. but i i don't think I've ever d- been disappointed with like a Doomfly match, except for the poop. Except <laughs> for the poop, yeah. yeah. Fair. <laughs> Which I guess you know what—that's not a bad criticism to have. Like, yeah. you know, it could be like, oh, he botched this or whatever. Like I always <laughs> hear people complaining about botches.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, PJ Black botched. Yeah, <laughs> just like
1: okay, you get up there and do that shit and tell me if you do it right every single time, you know.
0: Yeah, such a, I actually appreciate it, maybe not the botch itself. Mm-hmm. Because if you're watching a real fight, nothing is ever going to go perfectly every time. Exactly. You know?
2: yeah. Like, remember the uh, the Lucha Underground show that we went to? Because mm-hmm. I know you were there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Johnny Mundo botched uh, a somersault flip or something like that. I had to do it over again. Yeah. And um, I'm just like, oh, shit, well, this shit's hard. Yeah. So I'm not even going to be mad at that. Yeah. You know? And just like fuck dude. Yeah. And, and then, then magic at television. And then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and that's like John Morrison, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Nitro, Johnny Cell Phone, Johnny Classic, Johnny hey. Bar wrestling. <laughs> Johnny Bar wrestling. I've heard that one
1: before. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny.
0: That's <laughs> maybe it was on Reddit someone was saying that they hope he ends up in all elite one day. Mm. Just so that he could be Johnny Elite.
1: Oh my oh god. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see Johnny Wow. Oh, my <laughs> 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 Like, you've really done it all. <laughs> well, well, going
2: back to wow, thank you. But, um, so, me and Tawny, um before we did the grudge match thing, we mm-hmm. were concert promoters. Mm-hmm. So, we would just, you know, do our own shows, and we'd go to a lot of concerts. And one of the biggest concerts that we would go to was the um, Long Beach Cyclone, oh which yeah. is a big Psychobilly, um a big Psychobilly festival here in the U.S. that they used to have, and it was like all weekend and psychobilly music is basically punk rock mixed with rockabilly and starting like the, the 70s. simple way yeah and um one day or like it was a whole weekend actually because mm-hmm. wow would practice wrestling at the uh, the seaport in long beach so rest w- in peace it's no yeah. longer
1: there oh so i miss that place
2: so we like got an accidental like wrestling show that that whole weekend, well like, they WOW was there.
1: Yeah, they b- they booked WOW yeah. to, like, have a few matches there. And I don't even remember exactly who was there. Do you remember who, who I know
2: wrestled? Holly Dead was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holly Dead was there. Um, maybe, because um, I know there, there was a punk girl, and it might be um, Lace, what was her name? Heidi Lovelace, uh, Ruby Riot. Mm. before. When she was in the indies,
1: so I don't know honestly. I was so drunk too, and I well was it could just have
3: like been Sarah Wolf because she kind of has the same haircut.
1: I don't know, yeah, because it d- wasn't that long ago. I want to say it was like 2015, no, 2015,
2: 16.
1: You sure, <laughs> but it wasn't like that long ago, so I highly doubt it was because it was, it was Ruby.
2: This is when I worked for the camera, okay, company. then
1: yeah, it was probably somebody else because.
2: But, yeah, there, and she would, like, yell, like, oi, oi, and this was, like, a group of psychobilly, so we we're kind of, like,
1: eh. <laughs> <laughs> wrong scene. <laughs> but that, that was kind of cool, because we weren't expecting that at all, and we're just, like, what's happening over here?
2: And this is, like, right when I was kind of, like, getting And David McLean
1: was there, too. Yeah,
2: David McLean was there, <laughs> and that was, like, the first time you saw him. So you're, like,
1: oh, my God, I remember him from GLOW. Yeah, I was freaking out. I was, like, holy crap, like, I know that voice. <laughs> This is a voice of my youth. And coming
2: <laughs> to the stage. Oh, no. It's Ollie <laughs> dead.
3: <laughs> he sounds just like that. So that's <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah,
0: that must have be been toward the end of their run at is it the Seaport Marina. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, I saw their last show there.
4: Oh, oh, my God. And
0: it was just totally by coincidence. Because I'd be driving down, um, going towards Long Beach. And one day I saw the, the marquee. I was like, oh, wrestling like i'll <laughs> go check this out one day <coughs> excuse me and i kept putting it off and finally i d- bought tickets and <laughs> i just found out oh this is the last show they're doing oh here. god yeah. <laughs> it was it was a fun show and way different from what they're doing now
1: oh yeah yeah i'm sure the production is like <laughs> way better
0: I, they're owned by genie bus now yeah <laughs> yeah that was, was a surprise <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. i was telling her like like because headlocked had that little like um signing at their booth at comic-con yeah I'm like that's kind of crazy because like okay they got tessa blanchard cool they got david McLean cool genie bus at your freaking <laughs> 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 like wow
1: <laughs> literally I see what you did. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that was bad
0: it was cool scott lost uh one of the um, co-founders of pwg he's a comic book artist now oh cool and he's a laker fan so he had actually drawn genie buss or with like all the rings <laughs> kind of like um whatchamacallit green lantern is that, that yeah. cover yes. i don't yeah. know if you've seen it but
2: yeah i've seen i used to read a lot yeah but then like new 52 ended oh yeah new 52 is like the top tier <laughs> 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 comic <laughs> writing ever he's like battle <laughs> me <laughs> no, <it's> <laughs> 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 Dude, uh, now I just have all these new 52 comics. Like, what the fuck am I gonna <laughs> do? These won't sell. <laughs> it wasn't that good. Fun,
0: I have a, a cousin who grew up reading Marvel. Um, so when they did the new 52, he's like, oh, now's the time to get into DC. <laughs> and so I, I asked him, like, oh, what what are you reading? And the first ish or first comic he picked up picked up under the new 52 was Booster Gold. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, out of all the characters, you could start with Batman, Superman, no, nope, Booster Gold <laughs> that was the first thing he picked up.
1: Who is the cocaine guy? What? <laughs> there's a cocaine <laughs> guy. Oh no,
0: um
2: God, what's his name? No, there's a there's a villain and um God, I'm going to google it right now cuz I they did you guys ever watch um He's powered by cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> Snowflame, <laughs> is that it? Snowflame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been a new 52 <laughs>
3: title right there. <laughs> I'd read that in a heartbeat. What <laughs> <I'd read> <laughs> was it? Uh,
2: it was on New Guardians or something.
3: Or uh, I can look it up.
2: Yeah, it was it was new cuz I used to watch a lot of um YouTube reviews of uh, a top of the fourth wall yeah linkara yeah dude i used to watch a lot i still watch nostalgia critic but i i never stopped watching nostalgia critic i used to watch a lot of atop the fourth wall because i would watch a lot of like really shitty comic reviews i'm like oh this is amazing and she'd be like oh that guy has a really annoying voice yeah (laughs) (laughs) i have this (laughs) thing with
1: voices i don't
2: know no and then there's other dudes like uh, god what's his name really annoying voice uh his girlfriend's obscurus lupa. Um Failus. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's Canadian, yeah, he's got right? a weird voice, yeah. <laughs>
3: it's
2: like, no, really, this movie is great. Okay, obviously. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and that's him. Like that's bo- he'll hit both <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> You think that's um, two people,
1: it's the same guy. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. oh yeah, so Snowflame is uh he did fight the new guardians and guess where his base of operations is? Hmm columbia oh my god
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing <laughs> yeah. yeah bring that guy back <laughs> <laughs> now is the time <laughs> yeah. I, I think now instead of cocaine it would just be like a villain that's hooked on social media you know he texts when he drives like he's <laughs> <dangerous>. <laughs> that's so how he wreaks havoc on yeah. the town. <laughs> <laughs> ultimate villain
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's a poke stop over here <laughs> I am not gonna break for anything <laughs> or <a> freaking <laughs> or the Harry Potter yes I'm a passenger <laughs> dude that that whole I'm a passenger thing is yeah. just like I mean I'm so glad that it's not as popular as Pokemon go yeah I mean it's pretty popular but like so many people could get in crashes from the I'm a passenger button on the yeah. Harry
0: Potter game. And especially because, I don't know, if people haven't played it, like, with Pokemon Go, like, when you're trying to catch a Pokemon, it's sh- you just need to flick your thumb, basically. Yeah. It's just, just up. <laughs> yeah, but with Wizards Unite, like, there are patterns to the yeah.
1: spells. <laughs> and oh. some of them are kind of tricky, yeah. too, you know?
0: Oh, man.
2: <laughs> now, do you know what I did today, though? I turned it on, and I'll drive around, mm-hmm. and I'll see something, like, with a high level or something. Yeah. I'll press it. And then I'll lock my phone and then I'll go park um. and then I'll do it.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> Don't try this at home. <laughs> I love when Pokemon Go first came out, all of the stories of people getting lost. Yeah. Like they're just staring <laughs> at their phones <laughs> and then they're just like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> and it's dark now. Like, what's happening? And it's just like, oh, so and so is missing. We found them in a canyon. And I'm like, how did you even have cell reception? Like, how did you end <laughs> up yeah. here, you know?
0: Remember when a uh, Pokemon Go was like the hot thing that first summer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're actually at Comic Con and one of my friends was hooked on it. <laughs> so he's playing all day and his battery would drain. Then he'd ask one of our friends if he could borrow his uh, you know, portable charger. <laughs> and we're thinking, Okay, he's gonna charge his phone just in case he needs to use it. Yeah. Nope. Right we're right back to Pokemon Go. <laughs> Drain his battery, then you'd ask me, Oh, can I use your portable charger? I'm like, like, dude. You're killing (laughs) our chargers so you can play Pokemon Go. Mm. I'm telling you, it's a new (laughs) snowflame. What was that? No, that was nuts
3: that year when Pokemon Go was still hot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We live in Roland Heights and like there's a lot of spots in that area, you know, like to stop and, and pick stuff up. So naturally, we're driving around looking for spots and you just see, I've never seen so many people on the street at once. in rolling heights out of their cars you (laughs) know (laughs) like there's traffic no doubt but like you never see people really walking around there you might like catch you know a couple people waiting for the bus or whatever but yeah we
2: had like a whole crew of people in front of target one time
1: yeah it was crazy and there's just like traffic people honking at each other and they're like groups like lined up in front of target and i'm like what the
2: hell (laughs) here's the thing since i i mean i still play pokemon go but like when i started doing it i did it a lot to the point where I think it collected so much data that so many Pokemon would be in front of my house. Yeah, There was <laughs> just so much. <laughs> It'll be... And this is the early times when they started coming out with the sites where they figured out the algorithm where a Pokemon's gonna be at a certain time. And at 3 o'clock in the morning, there was a Charizard in front of my house. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, there's a Charizard. I go outside, there's like seven parked cars at <laughs> 3 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, babe, there's cars out here. <laughs>
1: We live like in a pretty suburban part of Roland, you know, so yeah. it's like it's all just families and stuff. So you never just see people just randomly walking down the street or, you know, just parked outside. So for us, we're just like, OK, are they like players or are they g- we going to get robbed today? Like <laughs> what's going on?
0: And I, when I went to Japan, I think it was a little bit after the Pokemon go craze died down. Mm hmm. And I'd stop playing. But I was like, I'm in Japan. I'm gonna catch something different here. <laughs> I I actually like fired up twice. Once it was like right in front of a Pokemon store, oh and I think it was like a ja- uh, Japanese exclusive character. I, the sad thing is like I never actually got into Pokemon, <laughs> but I
1: was playing that
0: game. <laughs> uh, I oh feel man. like we can create a wrestling version of this somehow.
1: Oh God, that'd be amazing. You just
3: you walk into parts unknown, wherever that. <laughs> <is>. yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs>
0: Like each area could have like, you know, obviously we'd have to use generic like characters. Yeah, like the NCAA version of like <laughs> of actual wrestlers.
2: What's crazy is that you know going back to wrestling and you know we're, you know, wrestling merchandise or whatever. There's mm. l- there's like a whole craze of like people making like shirts, enamel pins, yeah, stickers of just all this crossover stuff. Mm-hmm. Like so there's, <laughs> I mean, if anything, if I want to put any buddy over there's danger lion mm-hmm. and he does pokemon new japan crossovers so there's one of like mewtwo with like a black towel like s- uh minora suzuki cool. and there's i have a uh bushi squirtle yeah and that <laughs> one's like my favorite because <laughs> i love bushi's mask I, lo- I love bushi and then squirtles like my go-home fucking... (laughs) Like, (laughs) I waited so long for them to come out with the Squirtle Pop that I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna go to Target and get the blown-up one. (laughs) I'm not even gonna get the little one. Screw that. I'm going all in. (laughs) (laughs) But, um... uh, Oh, there's a Hitmonlee one where it's him as Orange Cassidy. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like... (laughs) 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 And Hitmonlee is basically just all arms and legs. So it's just like him, like... (laughs) just like all skinny (laughs) 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 it looks just like him but uh yeah if i had to put anybody over it'd be that
1: yeah crossovers are like huge in like the wrestling merch stuff you know i guess well pretty much like in any kind of pop culture there's like a lot of horror crossover stuff and but it's funny to see like all of the wrestling crossovers like how far will they take it you know what i mean now that, <laughs> now that I have Snowflame on, bl- <laughs> on the brain, I'm just like, what crossover could we do there? You Are know, really into cocaine in the wrestling <laughs> scene. Oh. I, mean,
0: I guess it would have been Razor Ramon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That'd be the sickest Snowflame crossover. W- we'll get you a cut <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scott I Hall would be down. He'd wear that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he seems like he's got a good sense of humor. You know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: technically your first shirt it's like your third is the bull Nakano shirt yeah would you count it as your first because i know the first two were for the brand
1: i would say yeah it's definitely our first shirt that we because technically okay so the guy that designed it or Tees, he goes by of the dead <laughs> um he designed the shirt well he, d- he just did the design itself and we had kind of been talking about doing like a crossover because we started this group on facebook called punks of wrestling yeah and that was actually the first name for our, um, our company. Yeah. We wanted to do punks of wrestling. But we went in on it with our friends Daniel and Brownie. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of like, well, you know, punks of wrestling is cool. Maybe we should do like a line of punks of wrestling. Yeah. But let's do something a little more general so that it doesn't feel like, oh, you have to be like punk rock to be into this. And I'm yeah. like, For me, like somebody that's been into punk all my life and I don't really judge other people like from what they like. I mean, unless it's something really weird, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but like, to me, I'm like, I'm kind of like all inclusive. Like to me, it's not really a problem, but then you have to think of it from the other side where, okay, well, I'm not punk. Like, why do I want to buy this? Like, I guess it makes more sense, you know? So they were right on that. And we all decided on, on grudge match, but, um, Juan had put out his design. I think he put it on Instagram. Right. And we're like, this is perfect. Like this is exactly what we want. We didn't know that we wanted it, yeah. but this is what we want, you know? And it was like he almost, like, read our minds. Yeah. And he put it out there, and I told Remy, I'm like, we need to buy that design, like, yeah. now. Somebody's gonna buy it. The Bull Nakano uh, crossed over with The Cramps, who's, yeah. like, my favorite band. Like, that's one of both of our favorite bands, you know? And we're just like, if there's anything to represent what we love, it's that right there, yeah. you know? Plus, like she's a powerful like awesome woman in wrestling and she's not a newbie she's been around forever you know yeah. she's a legend and it's like if we're going to kind of like start somewhere that's an awesome place to start you know yeah. so we bought the design from juan and we're like okay this is going to be our first shirt and shortly after that i started designing the logo and so technically those are our second and third shirts yeah but yeah we want to do we want to continue doing the punks of wrestling line mm-hmm. so it's always going to be like punks of wrestling and grudge match yeah
2: yeah but w- i mean with grudge match itself we want to you know make it like a shirt that you could just wear anywhere you know mm-hmm. and you know people could res- recognize <laughs> sorry people can recognize you as a wrestling fan but you know pe- it'll be like you know like tap out yeah you know
0: <laughs> i mean i love the name i actually meant to ask you to bring a shirt for me and i was gonna venmo you
1: <laughs> <laughs> I Forgot. it's okay well we still haven't even printed them so we'll okay. bring you one <laughs> okay it's yeah. on record
2: yeah. <laughs> we got shirts and stickers coming
1: yeah,
0: yeah. are so you guys gonna do the pins thing too because so they're so popular
2: oh yeah we're gonna do pins um you know we just want to know what we want to put out there because pins are pretty pricey and you know mm. if we're gonna go all in on Know, design, you got to, you know, put the right one out there. I know there's a couple pe- out people out there that will just do anything, yeah. you know, including me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I uh, did, m- me and Tawny used to do um, themed days at, um, at amusement parks. Yeah. You know, so we started off, like recently we did Camp Psycho, which was Psycho Billy Day at Knott's Berry Farm, but we started off doing It's a Ska World After All, Ska Day at Disneyland. Oh, nice. You know, and we made these enamel pins um, where it's, like, you know, uh, a ja- Walter Japsco dude wearing um so mouse like ears. Like a little ska
1: dude, basically. Yeah. But, like, you know, with the mouse ears. and.
2: Yeah, we we got, like, 250 pins made. Mm-hmm. We still have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, they'll sell now because there's a pin craze. But I- and it really sucks because, like, you know, like, they sold... But they didn't sell a lot. But now that the enamel pin craze is going crazy, you know we have people hitting us up and everything. And actually one time I'm like, okay, I'm going to put the flyer up and see what happens. And I got all these orders. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, cool. All right, cool. Now it's time to ship them away. And the box that I thought that they were in (laughs) was not the box. (laughs) I'm like, crap. I have to give back all of this Uh. money. You know, just, it was crazy. So basically if, You, you know, advice out there. If you want to start your own thing, make sure you have the product. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, this is already a produced product. You know, like if we ever like want to do something on Grudge Match or we make sure we put everything up and make sure that it's something that the the public wants. Yeah. Yeah, That's why
1: we kind of started with like pre-sale stuff, you know, because we wanted to generate interest first. Yeah. And we talked about it like nobody knows who we are. You yeah. know what I mean? There's not people out there already wearing Grudge Match, so yeah. it's not like, yeah, yeah, I want that shirt because so and so has it. Like, mm, you know, nobody has it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like we've we've got some interest in it, which is really cool. Yeah. And then I think having the right artwork, you know, like Quan Ortiz is so ridiculously talented. He's, you know, produced shirts for guys that are, like, um, Jungle Boy and mm. Luchasaurus. And Kenny yeah. Omega. Kenny Omega. Young Bucks. Yeah. Young Bucks.
2: Gold Dust. He's the, um, Pentagon. Miedo. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm straight up bocho, which is, like, <laughs> I'm s- I grew up, I'm Mexican, but I grew up white. <laughs>
1: Which is <laughs> funny because, like, when I met Remy, I was just like, he doesn't know how to speak Spanish or anything. And then I meet his mom and she's got, like, full-on accent, like, speaking, like, full, like, Spanish. And I'm like, how did this skip you? <laughs> like,
2: There's a really logical explanation, which is, if you're growing up in America, you're going to speak English if you're a Mexican kid, you know, from that family because... Your mom doesn't want you to understand the cheese man <laughs> that she's <laughs> speaking <laughs> to her. <aunt. laughs> she's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, I gotta tell you." So I was scared. <laughs> 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 just give you that side eye, like, "Oh shit, my son's here. We gotta go into Spanish mode. Press the SAP button." <laughs> 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 but that's
1: for like going back to like uh, the whole grudge match thing, like we want everyone that buys our shirts Mm -hmm. or that's like wearing our shirts to feel like they're part of like a family, you know what I mean? Like, because when we go to bar wrestling, you know, we might not know everybody there, but we feel like we're in a safe, fun environment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like besides that guy that was talking shit (laughs) and I kind of like yelled at him (laughs) besides that, like honestly, I've never seen anyone really like get into it with anyone outside of the ring or like, it's just fun. And we want to convey that, in our merchandise you know like everyone's welcome here like for us wrestling is like pro wrestling's for everybody you know you can be a man a woman you can not be gender conforming you can like love whoever you love you can be an adult you can be a child but we just want you to have fun we just want you to wrestle or watch wrestling if you're a wrestler yourself this clothing's for you too because you're the one bringing us all this joy so that's for us that's kind of like what we've always tried to put out there, like even with like our events that we've done, we want people to come together, you know, as people that enjoy the same thing and have fun, have a good time and like be able to tell their friends, like have it start a conversation, you know, and maybe the person that you're talking to about it is going to be into it. Maybe they won't give a shit, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know, but at least like the conversation started and you're being able to enjoy yourself and be out there with the things you love instead of feeling like, you know, because I feel like kind of like back in the day, if you were like into nerdy shit, yeah. no matter what it was, it was kind of like looked down upon, yep. you know, and like probably the past, what, like 10 years is where it started. Just kind of like you can be out about that kind of stuff yeah. and, and suddenly not really everyone's like, a nerd. Now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know.
2: Like in the 50s and the 60s, 70s, you know, you were just a child if you still collected toys. Oh, yeah. you know, Now you got billionaires that (laughs) collect (laughs) Japanese Batman statues, (laughs) you know?
1: It's just so different. Like nerd culture in general, you know, is just like, it's so different now than it was even when I was a kid, you know? Like if you read comic books, you're a dork, you know? If you're into wrestling, like, ew, like that's not real. It's like okay, but you're watching Lethal Weapon. Like, Mm -hmm. is that a real thing, you know? So I don't know why I brought up Lethal Weapon. That was just like the first (laughs) (laughs) thing. Because
0: obviously we know it was real. Yeah, it was real. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, last week I
2: went to (laughs) LWCon. We're at the the mass. I'm too old for this shit. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So every time I hear Lethal Weapon. Like my dad had a story. I guess one of my uncles like had a really strong accent, <laughs> so he's asking my dad if he had seen *Lethal Weapon*, mm-hmm. but with the accent, it was "Have you seen *Little Little Weapon*?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 little <laughs> Weapon. That's awesome. Sounds like <laughs> <a> different movies. <laughs> <laughs> Were we talking about like, um, with uh Ryan <laughs> from work? About like the Filipino versions of like American movies. Oh, this is the best. Oh. To us, <laughs> I it's grew up like with that. I agree. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fili- see, and Filippino we didn't Batman, Filipino yeah. Wonder Woman. <laughs> Holy shit! It's Batman and Robin. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Lord, it's Batman and Robin. <laughs> and to us, we're just like. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and but if we ask people that grew up with it they're like, "Oh god, okay. you know?"
2: I don't know if you guys ever watched this cuz I there was like a sing Okay, she knows. <laughs> There's a VHS tape of this and the only place I knew that they had it, the building burnt to the ground. So I'm like, "Oh, all hope is lost." And it was Bio Kids, which was basically the kid Filipino Power Rangers TV show. And they only had one <laughs> episode. <Huh. laughs> That's and a it,
1: deep cut right there. And, like, the
2: bad guy was, like, a clown who was trying to trap kids in a video game cartridge or some shit. Huh. Like, there was, like, only one episode. It was, like, made in, like, either, like, the early, like, the the mid-80s or, I mean, It's by from
3: 1990. It is on IMDb. Yeah. Oh Holy crap. <laughs> 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 I mean, folks listening you are just going to have to take my word for it, but... I go found go it.
2: <laughs> so it was, it, it was a show or a movie? It was it was on VHS, but I don't know if there was like a full-on show in the Philippines, mm. but there was like a, f- like a VHS. It was kind of like one of those like, oh, mom, can you bring me a Power Rangers VHS? <laughs> it's like the one that
3: she brings. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, oh. And
2: this was <laughs>
1: just sitting in a video store in Anaheim, yeah. you yeah. know, <laughs> and his mom just like, eh, okay, here you go. Oh,
3: that's <laughs> nuts. I got to find this. <laughs> It yeah. looks like it. This is an hour and a half, so maybe it was. They were gonna. Movie. Maybe yeah. they're gonna try and turn it into a show, but holy crap! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and Ladies. it was in
2: English too. Oh, like what? A, <laughs> like, because I remember the, like the first shot, they were like talking about basketball, and you know there was like some like you know lady doing a fucking kids' voice voiceover, and like yeah. you're gonna be over here, and <laughs> <laughs> there I don't know. There's, there's just so much to kind of like grasp it and I'm like oh okay I can't I'm gonna go back and see if there's like another VHS tape but it's like no you'll only find like the one VHS tape oh. you know but like we went to LA Comic Con and I was talking to a guy about it and he's like no you gotta watch Filipino Wonder Woman where <laughs> like she's running and her boobs are everywhere <laughs> she's just like running really hard and <laughs> sold <laughs> and then like our Shut friend up. was like <laughs> the Batman and Robin that came out in the 80s um, where it was, li- it was like the 60s era, even though
1: the Tim Burton movie already came out. <laughs> but, like... That was, like, the coolest thing I've seen, though. I was just <laughs> like, this is awesome. And he's like, oh, man, we're so we're bad. We're just, like, so all in for camp. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah
0: I remember my parents renting that one. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I remember that movie. <laughs> That's I didn't grow up with this, but now I want to watch all of it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and like see, like, our friend from work, he's like, oh, dude, you don't even know how many times I've seen that. We're like what? Like, that's mm-hmm. so cool. He's like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cool.
2: But there's like is literally a, an entire Filipino treasure trove of amazing movies. And I feel like, okay, if there's
1: see. like Filipino versions, then I want to see versions from other countries, too, because I feel like there's all these oh. like oh, hidden Turkey. India. treasures.
3: Indian Turkey, yeah. Oh,
1: yes. Turkish like Star, Star Wars. <laughs> 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 that's awesome. That one is just like, oh, my God. <laughs> so so great.
2: Oh, and then uh, what was it? Indonesian or Indian Spider Man, where he's like the villain, (laughs) and like he kills a he kills a woman like with a gun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, how about okay? We watched the documentary, the Russian version of Married with Children.
2: No, everyone loves Raymond.
1: Oh God, what? That's way off. Yeah, everyone loves Raymond, the Russian version. Yeah, and I thought there was a married with children too, though. Probably, I'm they probably making this r- up. They had Russian
2: friends, but um, Russian. Um, every, everybody loves Raymond. Uh, it was just like really not well translated. Like they can they couldn't do the fruit of the month club. They had to do the water of the month club or something. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and like the comedy uh, didn't translate well. Like they kept on saying, okay. We're get, he's. She's going to pretend that she's going to hit you in the balls. And you just kind of uh, got to go like, oh, no. Uh, but <laughs> this guy was going like too over the top comedy. Like he was hopping on one foot. And he was going, ooh. <laughs> 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 okay,
1: I'm not crazy. What? The Russian Married with Children does exist. And it's called Happy Together. <laughs> 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 I remember this because I remember like the the creator of Married with Children yeah. was just like, what hell <laughs> like i guess he watched it and he's like this is really weird and yeah. i guess it was made like in the early 2000s or something like that oh. hmm. so i'm like okay i know this exists this can't be just like a crazy dream but the everybody loves raymond one that was a documentary right yeah okay
2: god if they have like all this stuff i want to see what like antarctic wrestling looks like <laughs> <laughs> it's just polar bears <laughs> just i'd watch that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> i was telling my f- my my friend the other day i'm like okay so if you break up with a girl do not date any latinas uh african americans asians um europeans um <laughs> and he's like whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> i'm like i'm not done yet he's like no wait like who am i gonna date then i'm like dude there's still antarctica that's like an untapped market right there <laughs> I feel like
3: they don't get any love. <laughs> 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 yeah, they're all furry and have giant sharp teeth. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and they sleep half the year, so. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a lot of time for me to be doing other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so many activities. <laughs> oh man, so we are close to an hour and a half. And uh, since l- you guys are obviously big on uh, music. I asked you guys if you would uh, give me your top three entrance themes. Not best themes, your favorites.
1: Favorites, just the the ones that make your heart feel good. Yeah. <laughs> For me personally, um, Dusty Roads theme, the American Dream theme, mm. just, it's so soulful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. Um, sexy Boy, so uh, Heartbreak Kids theme, like you have to sing along it's yeah. one have of mine to. too yeah <laughs> it's so fun and then he sings it and he's got like that rough voice and then you hear him talking about himself in the third person i'm just a sexy boy you're just like oh god like this is so cheesy i like
2: the kevin Ash story where um <laughs> like you know kevin Ash is like 10 feet tall and he first met Shawn michaels and in, in texas and Sean's, like, really short, and Sean goes up and like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> 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 like, all deep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, like, my top one is a Jushin Thunder Liger song. Like, I don't even know the words. And I'm, like, this is, like, whenever you hear it, you're just, like, you perk up. And you're, like, <laughs> hell yeah, he's coming out. And then you have to dance along and sing along. And, like I said, I don't know the words. So I'm just, like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> What about you, Remy? Oh,
2: I, I was, you know, thinking about it because I, I love I love Mankind, but I don't like his music, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, like, you know, I guess recently, you know, the music that I really love, like, you know, there's, like, iconic stuff like uh, DX and Stone Cold, but, like, my absolute favorites right now are just, like, you know, current stuff, mm-hmm. which is, like, uh, Velveteen Dream. You know, oh I'm yeah. a big Prince fan. So, like, you know, I even have, like, his music on like on my spotify playlist so like you <laughs> nice. know i just, I just <laughs> groove like while i'm like at work yeah so it's velveteen dream um alistair black mm-hmm. like that like we went to royal rumble uh there's a separate story from that but w- when we went to royal rumble and he was in the rumble like his music hit and i freaking like jumped out of my seat and He i was like, popped oh so god.
1: hard <laughs> <like>.
2: <laughs> oh my god it's just crazy and i love the band um incendiary and you know they do his music you know it's good old hardcore right there and then um i think the final one is just epic and just crazy which is kenny omega's new japan roh theme yeah. you know obviously he doesn't have it anymore but i missed that one you know yeah. it was just like so epic and just like crazy and like you know he knew that it was just like so like over the top that you know sometimes he'd come to the ring like with a broom, yeah, you know like <laughs> to the beat <laughs> and then like grab <laughs> a microphone and go ha, ha. <laughs> you know which kind of like you know what you really dig because it's just like so over the top and you know you could see the humor in it, yeah. you know and he's a big Final Fantasy fan so I think he took inspiration
3: from
0: that, yeah. But you, Justin, top three.
3: Um, funny you mentioned Kenny Omega's New Japan theme because that was one of mine. Uh, I think it's called Devil Sky. Yeah, and it, and I love it just because it sounds like Final Boss music. If mm-hmm. you ever played Final <laughs> Fantasy, I'm just like, oh, that's badass. <laughs> uh, and then I was gonna say Sexy Boy, but I'll switch it out. Um, for not the regular DX theme, but do you guys remember they did one with Run DMC? Yeah, yeah. Oh I like that God. one a lot better.
0: Th- there was a whole album of like rap themes. Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I forgot what it was called. Something. Th- the, sure. the Rock,
2: right?
0: The Rock had one. Wi- I think Method Man did his. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah. yeah. That I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Method Man did that one. I want to say Aggression was in the title. I want to <laughs> say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, for my number one, I'm going to go um, Shinsuke Nakamura's theme. Yeah. The one befo- before the heel turn where yeah. everyone oh. would like come like along with it. Yeah. yeah that was yeah. the other <laughs> one. I think their whole explanation
2: from that was he didn't want anybody seeing his theme, mm-hmm. so he threw Japanese in there because he didn't want people like, you know, to like go along with it, mm-hmm. which is
3: just dumb. <laughs> just, <like> just, <laughs> just just let it. <laughs> just let the people have some fun with that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now, When they changed it, I was just like, "Why?" Yeah. Okay, and he had some she great she entrances
3: she too, did. with the with the orchestra and everything, wi- yeah. or the violin guy. I was yeah. like, oh. "Ah." Yeah.
0: That's. What <coughs> I feel like there's like a lot of people picking the same music. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Alistair Black's would have been one of mine. Hmm. Shinsuke's would have been one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'll go uh, Shinsuke's New Japan theme, which I really miss. Yeah, um, the Brood's music. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. So I love that theme <laughs> so much. Like we have I used to rap. Hence Brainiac, the MC, in my Instagram name, and I actually. Did a performance to the Bruise music. Nice. <laughs> like, That's I awesome. found it on, like, the WWE CD or whatever, like, one of the music CDs they put out.
3: Did I you spit it. blood at everybody?
0: Or <laughs> <just> <laughs> <laughs> no. I should have come out with, like, yeah, a, a goblet. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Spitting rhymes and blood at the same uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: and I think I'll go with, you know, it's funny, it just popped in my head right now. It was when Hogan used Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> like I don't know if that counts, but, like, he went to the ring with it. And it was a, it was a, instant hook when you heard that guitar yeah mm-hmm. it's funny because i r- at that age i'm like i knew who Jimi hendrix was mm-hmm. but it might have been i don't know i was into hendrix a little bit before that but that made me jump back into hendrix mm-hmm. that's one of the okay.
3: slightly related to that the nwo theme that one always got stuck in my head too yeah
2: <laughs> oh yeah no um for la comic-con uh last year I was a NWO Macho Man. Oh, nice! And I got a I got a Bluetooth speaker, <laughs> and no, I sure. was just playing his WWF theme, and then it would go back and forth from that and
0: NWO. It's just like a loop. <laughs> 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 yeah, I kind of wish. Like, I was a really quiet kid in high school. I'm still pretty quiet, but <laughs> if you know, I had some foresight when I graduated, I would have done my. Uh, my graduation gown up like the Macho Man. Because yeah. <laughs> it's just pomp and <laughs> circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like just
1: a missed opportunity. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe somebody
2: will listen to this and be like, okay, I know what I'm doing from a graduation yeah. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just make sure you name it after
2: me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all
0: right. Uh, last question we asked this. Uh, <laughs> we asked this of all our prey. <laughs> we asked this of all our guests. And We just did the top three themes. So if you were wrestlers, what would your themes be?
1: Uh, I would just be like, God, the cramps, bikini girls with machine guns. Mm -hmm. That's like because I actually entertained the idea of wrestling until we actually went to a training seminar and I was cut down. Like, like okay, this is why you're not doing this, you know. But um, I already, you know, you imagine these things all the time, and that was my song, Bikini Girls with Machine Guns. Nice. Just the camp and the rock and roll, and I love the cramp. so. Yeah.
2: No, mine was, uh, you know, like even before, you know, in the middle of just kind of getting into wrestling, like before that, like I would kind of think my theme would be something from the Black Dahlia murder, like climactic degradation or something like death metal. Where it's like you would just have to have people listening to blast beats and screaming and just people (laughs) are just like, you know, who are usually into like Garth Brooks. (laughs) But they're just like, what the fuck is this? I was kind of thinking something like that where it's kind of like just like gnarly. But I mean, going back to the whole, you know, training thing, like, you know, we wanted to do it. (laughs) And like, you, you know, of course, Mexican mom would have to get involved. And I told her, I'm like, oh, I'm going to try to see if this is my thing. She's like, oh, you're so fucking stupid. Why would you do that? You have a bad back. (laughs) (laughs) You have a bad back, Randy. I'm like, shut up. I'm going to do it. (laughs) And then, like, you know, doing the whole push-ups thing in the middle. Oh, my back.
0: tell your mom about it fuck no <laughs> <laughs> she would never let it, you live it down like.
1: i told you i mean <laughs> what was
2: crazy was we were barely walking okay we did 300 squats yeah. they oh. didn't tell us we were doing 300 yeah. squats i, th- I we th-
1: think i did more like 350 which is 349 more than i've ever done in my life <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> but like i at that point i was kind of like i don't even know okay i'm 31 yeah Uh, You know, I was 30 at the time. Not too long. And I don't think I've ever performed a squat in my life. At that point, I had to see what a squat was. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I knew what a squat was. I knew you do squats to make your butt look good. But I never, like, actually did a squat or knew how to do a squat. Okay, those are squats. I can do this. 300. Okay, let me tell you. We could not walk for, like, two days. Okay? (laughs) And my job... Uh, requires me to do a lot of picking up and bending over and all this stuff. Yeah. By day three, I was like dropping in like it was fucking hot, dude. I could, <laughs> I could do death drops. I'm just like, oh, my legs are... Ooh. <laughs> like, <what's going> on? <laughs> like, I'm like, I could do anything. I could, you know, I could do a death drop like drag queen style <laughs> if I wanted to. Yeah. So do your squats, kids. <laughs>
1: Say your prayers. <laughs>
2: Eat your
0: vitamins. <laughs>
2: uh. Keep your mouth shut after sex. They might be recording it. Oh
0: shit. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I think that might be a good point to end. This <laughs> on that note. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, this has been great. Um, yeah, so where can people find you on social media or buy your stuff?
1: Um, so you can uh, go to our shop. We're grudgematchbrand.com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Grudge Match Brand, on Twitter at uh, Grudge B R N D, because it was too many letters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anything uh, pers- personal? Supr- I don't know. Um, <laughs> Outside of that,
1: I don't want anybody looking at me.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, don't look too, at we me. have, <laughs> um,
1: if you want to hang out or talk to like minded people, we have a Facebook group, Punks of Wrestling, P U N X of Wrestling. Nice.
2: We have like three hundred and ninety no two hundred and ninety eight members right now. <laughs> nice. So we're almost there. <laughs> basically, one whenever I get like really passionate about like something, I'll make a Facebook group about it <laughs> <laughs> like like we'll, like we're really into psychobilly music. And there will be, like, some people who are, like, really elitist about it. I'm um, just like, I'm going to start my own group, <laughs> and it's going to have blackjack and hookers. Screw <laughs> <laughs> <That's great laughs> you guys. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, the punks of wrestling is just pretty cool. You know, we're just a bunch of nerds that like music and uh, wrestling. It's mostly just about wrestling. We'll just post memes and just try to make each other laugh.
1: And everyone's welcome. You don't have to specifically be into punk. Like, nice. Yeah.
0: Uh, what about you, Justin? Where can they find you?
3: Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari, on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari, and I host another show called Geek Offensive.
0: Nice. It's one of my favorite shows, and I'm not just saying that. <laughs> 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 it's not like how a JPG makes me thank you. All right. You can find me on <laughs> Twitter and Instagram at Brainiac the MC. That's Brainiac with a K. And, uh,. Shout out to Pause of the Homegrown Blends crew for our theme music and uh, Vincent Collier for the PNG artwork. Thank you to our official sponsor, Arrow, a female-owned cookie and coffee co- shop in Costa Mesa, located at 3033 Bristol Street, and you can find them, them on Instagram at Doanero. Uh, we're recording at Echo Base, aka Wayland Productions, an award-winning production company for short films, documentaries, and audio dramas. Please check out our associate producer at whalen.ws and support the audio and visual arts. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at PNG Podcast. Thanks for coming in, guys. I'm glad we got to hang out.
1: Thank you. Uh, It was really fun. Yeah, Yeah, it was fun.
0: (laughs) Yeah, outside of a a bar show. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we'll get uh, Filipino food. (laughs) Yeah. I'm up for that. Yeah. Peace out.